breaking news. Big news, guys. In the middle of Dylan and I recording our one trade for every team. New year, new meet. Tom Thibodeau was fired from his position of head coach and president of basketball operations for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Dylan, holy shit. Can you believe it? I literally cannot believe it. We just destroyed the Lakers. Like, honestly, you stopped. You said, oh, breaking news from ESPN. Because I, I read it and I thought I saw Timberwolves. <laughs> uh-huh. And you know how sometimes you unlock your phone on accident and you're like, shit, where did the ESPN notification go? Mm-hmm. And that thing happened to me and I was like, fuck, I probably lost it forever. But I did the thing where you where you scroll down. You don't know iPhones, but everyone who owns an iPhone knows this. I scrolled down and luckily it was still up there. Timberwolves fired Thomas Thibodeau. I said, haha, that's funny. You're joking, right? And then I received silence. <laughs> I was like, okay, but you're joking, right? <laughs> uh, so I, oh. I had to look it up myself to believe it. And I honestly still don't know if I really believe it. According to the Woj report, Glenn Taylor's strongest candidate right now is Fred Hoiberg. And that's the most disheartening part of this wonderful news day for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Fred Hoiberg, while he was a wonderful Timberwolf while he was here, I love him for the time that he put into the Timberwolves. He is not a good solution at coach. I hope that it's just a favor to Fred Hoiberg so that he can get interviews for other head coaching jobs or maybe some college jobs as a result of being considered for the Timberwolves job, or I don't know. But um, I hope this is just an interview favor. I just... I can't believe it. Bulls fire Tibbs. Wolves hire Tibbs. Bulls. Wolves trade for Jimmy Butler from Bulls. Wolves trade Jimmy Butler because it didn't work out. Wolves fire Tom Thibodeau. Wolves hire Fred Hoiberg? It's <laughs> like... a really, really bad phone tag there. Yo! We're just getting Chicago's sloppy seconds. That's a bad look. That's a bad look for everybody involved. If I was Fred Hoiberg, I would say, listen, Wolves, I appreciate it. I am not taking Tom Thibodeau's job again. (laughs) I can't do it. Like, Fred Hoiberg can't do it, right? I mean, I I know NBA jobs or coaching jobs are rare. They're hard to come by. But... It can't go any better than it did in Chicago, can it? Wait, I mean, it it has to go better than it did in Chicago. Hey, they made the playoffs with uh, uh, Rondo and Wade. Okay, so you oh, so you think it can't get any better than forty one and forty one? That seems like about right for a Fred Hoiberg team. I don't know. That seems really good for a Fred Hoiberg team. So he was 42 and 40, 41 and 41, and then he just fell off the map. I guess they had a Jimmy Butler team that was about as good as Thomas Thibodeau's. Mm hmm. Yep. He was, they were thoroughly average. I'm not excited for Fred Hoiberg. I think he's probably a bad coach for this team. Mm hmm. At least he would bring back three point shot. Yep. He would modernize the offense, which could, you know, could help Cat out a lot. We were just talking what? about how Cat needs a more modern offense. The good angle on this is that the offense has been so stagnant, and everybody's been complaining about this. All of the experts have been complaining about this. All of our fellow wolf experts. Uh-huh. Not that we're the experts, but they're the experts, and we like to ride their coattails. 
We already have a really solid defense, or at least defensive-minded players, in Darius Arich, Rocco, and Towns has been playing great defense the last month. What if a Fred Hoiberg type could come in and revamp the offense with our defense not getting worse? I don't know. That's the best-case scenario. Best-case scenario is 42 wins. Which is probably more than we were headed for this year. And we missed the playoffs. That's the best. Yeah. I know that the players are real tired of Tom Thibodeau. I know that they are. You could just tell. I mean, the man is at their throats 24-7. Like, he's on the sidelines screaming, trying to really control the game. He's he's a very, very intense personality. Um, so I think there will be sort of a new air about the team once Tibbs is gone. They can relax a little bit more. Just like how after Jimmy left, there was this burst of good mm-hmm. vibes. I'm hoping there can be a bur- another burst of good vibes with Tibbs gone. Is Derek Rose gone too? He won't get re-signed, right? Probably not. Unless he keeps leading the league in three points. That's insane. Which he also probably uh, will do. Does Thibs get a job again? Hard to say. I imagine that he I, will. He'll probably get a job if he wants it. But does he get a head coaching chance again? I don't think he does. You know, honestly, if he but if he wanted to be an operations person, an admin person on that basketball team, his resume doing that with the Wolves is arguably decent, you know, depending on your, your opinions on... I'd rather have him in the front office. Yeah, I think I thought I was actually pretty impressed with his moves as a as a front office person. Well, even that second Jimmy Butler trade, if he was in charge of that, was pretty good. We got Rocco and Sharich out of it, and those are two great contracts, great players. Yeah, it certainly was not bad. You know, I think that a pick would have been would have been useful. There was a second round pick. We got a second round pick, I guess. Yeah. I think Tibbs as a front office person really was not bad. I agree. I don't think he was that bad. I th- I think that there was something about the way that he was coaching that was keeping the Wolves from making a leap, and it was probably largely related to not modernizing the offense, refusing to modernize the offense. Well, and or, also also his rigidity with rotations yeah. and lineups and not adapting. Like the Wolves are mm-hmm. so deep that it doesn't make sense to not adapt your rotations based on your opponent. They should be playing 10 guys even if Teague is hurt. Yeah, there's there's they enough should. players. There's There are maybe only two players on a roster that suck, being Luol Deng and... Nunnally. Nunnally. Kate debates Diop. Okay, so three players that suck, <laughs> which is good, which means we have 12 players that don't suck, which is more than a lot of NBA teams. Yeah, and even Nunnally can drain a three every now and then. Mm-hmm. And KBD is a rookie, so... I don't think Tibbs is going to uh, head coach a team ever again. I would bet money on that. Not a lot of money, but I'd bet some money on it. Like, maybe mortgage half of your house, everybody. Half of your second house. Yeah, your second house. That way, you know, you don't lose everything. Here are my suggestions for the Wolves for head coach. It's a new era. It's 2019. It's time for Glenn Taylor and the Timberwolves to... Part ways? Take a, a hard left turn... And do something that 
the nobody else in the league is doing. So I propose three candidates to Glenn Taylor that he should at least interview. Number one, someone who's already in the organization, who's been doing a great job, has been doing nothing but winning. And that is coach of the Minnesota Lynx, Cheryl Reeve. Bring her over. Love it. Bring her over. She's one of the best <laughs> basketball coaches in the world. She's so it. good. Just She's already in the building. She's already around. Just bring her on over. Move somebody else up from the Lynx staff. Um, maybe move Ryan Saunders to coach of the Lynx. He can coach the Lynx until, you know, Cheryl's ready to leave. Ryan Saunders finally... Takes his throne. Okay. My second suggestion. The greatest basketball player in Minnesota sports history, Lindsey Whalen. Come on! She loves Minnesota. She is hands down the greatest Minnesota basketball player ever. And she, as coach of the Minnesota Gophers women's team, Coach them to their first ever 12-0 and start to the start of the season. I think it would be a disservice to basketball in Minnesota to not eventually have Lindsey Whalen on our professional team staff. And okay. why not now? Okay, okay, okay. You can't, you can't make Lindsey Whalen the head coach. Yo, I'm just, I'm sick of the old dudes. I want some new blood. I want the Wolves to do something new. These aren't, these aren't things that I think will happen. These are things that I would love if they were to happen, but I don't Would you actually be excited if Lindsey Whalen were the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves? Um no, Lindsey Whalen's a little wild cuz she's so okay. she hasn't coached very then much. Then give me real candidates. But I would then be, give me real candidates. I would be really excited if Cheryl Reeve was. My other candidate is Becky Hammond, assistant coach for the San, San Antonio Spurs who has real All coaching right. experience. This People... is this is you you're being you're being too like hip right now. You're being like Cause like the uh, Becky Hammond, great. I don't know. I'm putting Becky Hammond out there. No matter what you say, she's. Legit. I'm not letting you put Lindsey Whalen out there. That's just you being like. That's fine. So I'll I'll take that. That's you're you. Being, you're being like ultra liberal right now. I'm trying to support women. Cheryl Reeve is a legitimate candidate. Becky Hammond is a legitimate candidate. Lindsey Whalen Who? is not a legitimate candidate. I give you that. Lindsey Whalen is not a legitimate candidate. I give you like, that. Not I yet. wanted you to take this seriously. I didn't want it to be like, <laughs> I hate arguing against this, <laughs> but you're making me. I'm not making you do anything. This is your choice, Dylan. <laughs> no, you, it was your choice to think that this was a, that that was a viable coaching candidate, and it's it was rude for you to do that to me because now you're making me look like the asshole. But I'm not. I'm just the person with his fucking head on his shoulders. You're not. Lit- you're literally not hiring Lindsey Whalen. I know we're not hiring Lindsey Whalen, but I could say that I want. Who are we hiring? Coach. Okay. Hopefully Cheryl Reeve. Other candidates. Let's bring it back. Other candidates. Speaking of the Warriors, Stephen Silas, who is an assistant on the Warriors. Steph Curry has thanked him for helping him become who he is today. Seems like a great player coach great developer of talent he could be a legitimate option so could Chowry Itori uh, Messina assistant on the San Antonio Spurs longtime Euro League coach did amazing things in the Euro League won many championships 
has, is a revered NBA mind around the world. I am not a fan of Jeff Van Gundy, like as a person. Like I wouldn't like to cheer for him. I think he is like very obnoxious. What don't you like about him? I just think he's just like is overly confrontational with things. Really? And I don't see that at all. He also has some wild takes that I'm like, yo, man. Okay, I... wild takes. Lindsey Whalen should be the next Timberwolves head coach. What have you said that on national TV? What would people think okay, then? Well, first of all, this is not national TV. Second of all, I'm not up for a coaching candidacy. So, <laughs> but but that's what he's doing. He's he's on national TV and he's being paid to make make crazy takes. Like that's what he is. He he's does. a color guy. He is a color guy. Anyway, Jeff Van Gundy is lower on my list. I'm up for a new presence in the head coaching spectrum. Just like earlier you were saying how you want all the old senators to die. I want yeah. all the old coaches to die and I want some, some new blood. I could get down with that if we had a front office or like a, a whole organization like the Celtics or the Spurs. Mm-hmm. They can count on coaches like Greg Popovich, who didn't come out of nowhere but didn't have a coaching job before that, and Brad Stevens. Like, they can come up with those names, and they can find them. Mm -hmm. But I don't think the Wolves can legitimately find someone without a resume. I don't think they can. Mm -hmm. Who was the last head head coach that they found without a resume? Flip Saunders. That was it. Yeah, they found a great one in Flip, though. Which leads to my final candidate, the current interim head coach, Ryan Saunders. Give the boy a chance. I think Ryan Saunders is the answer. In his sharp suits, the players seem to really like them. I, every time I see a player having a conversation with Ryan Saunders, it looks like very real, and it, there's there's a, there's a visible connection. He's pretty high on my list. I think he deserves a legitimate chance. And honestly, should I think he should just finish off the season and let's see what happens. And then you can have an actual coaching off season. You know, you don't know who's going to f- be fired or whatnot. And then you have the offseason to get a coach in, have them familiarize the players with the system, and have a fresh start. I don't, I'm not a big fan of midseason coaching acquisitions. That just is like, just let Ryan do it. He knows the players. He knows the, the, the systems. He has his own systems, I'm sure, that he wants to put into play. It's just like someone in the organization already is the move. So, in review, my top five, starting with number five, Number five is Becky Hammond. Number four is Steven Silas. Number three is Ettore Messina. Number two, Cheryl Reeve. And number one, Ryan Saunders. Can you do this whole thing again without Lindsey Whalen? Why did you fuck around with Lindsey Whalen for like 30 minutes? (laughs) What's going on? I like Lindsey Whalen. I like Lindsey Whalen too. I like you, Chalenga. I wouldn't make you the head coach of the Timberwolves. Oh, sorry. You don't have a vagina. Hey, a man can dream. Let's finish out the year with Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, let's finish off with Ryan. We like Ryan Saunders here at the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. Also, just like continuing Flip's legacy. We love Flip. We love Flip. We're very thankful for Flip. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to cut all that Lindsey Whalen crap out of this podcast. That's probably best (laughs) for everybody. But uh, I think Ryan Saunders, he's been an assistant coach for 10 years now. I think he's ready to make the next move. He's been an assistant under not just Flip. He's been an assistant under Tibbs, learning his defensive schemes. And you know who had great offensive schemes? 
Flip Saunders. I love the young blood. Mm-hmm. That's great. I want to also note that Ty Lu is available, so <laughs> possible candidate. Please no. <laughs> Please no. I would rather have Lindsay Whalen. Ooh, yes, that's a take. I love that. Stop. I love that. Stop. All right, let me list off I would some actually, head coaches, I would... and we'll see how far you go before you'd rather have Lindsay Whalen. All right. Phil Jackson. Lindsay Whalen. Yes. Ty Lue. Would you actually, no, would you actually rather have Phil Jackson? No. Okay, because Phil Jackson's a fucking mess right now. Yeah, he's he went he's gone to the other side of things. Okay, he's yeah. Tyron Lue. Um, that's a tough one. I I like this segment a lot better than the other Lindsay mm-hmm. <laughs> than the other Lindsay Whalen one because this one's gonna make me sound a lot less sexist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think I would take a champ. See, a championship winning coach or. A coach who has coached 14 games of women's college basketball. See, it's tough because that championship has an asterisk. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. Duh. Obviously. <laughs> duh. What? You don't think it <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> do you think Ty Lue deserved to win an NBA championship by himself? Okay. <laughs> Lindsey Whalen. I'm taking with Lindsey Whalen. Yes! Uh, David Blatt. David Blatt. Okay. Okay. I actually... He's- He's got a lot of coaching experience. Represent Israel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't I don't know anything about David Blatt. All I know is that like I've heard at least one pundit who knows more than I do about NBA say that he wasn't given a fair shot and that he was a better coach than he than LeBron made him out to be. So, also, are you announcing on this podcast that you're pro Israel? No, I'm not. I'm (laughs) neutral. I have to be neutral on that. I'm not saying anything about anything about that. All right. Uh. <laughs> wait, wait, Chalenga, are you pro Israel? Oh God, no. Uh, well, well. Are you anti? Are you anti Israel? Uh, next, next coaching. Are, are you anti? Are you anti Semitic? Uh, next coaching option is. Um, you see. <laughs> uh. All right, this is going up as the anti-Semitic sexist pod. Lionel Hollins. Wait. Who's Lionel Hollins? Who did he coach again? He coached the Lakers. The He's the one who, he was coach of the Lakers when D'Angelo Russell had the... Um, oh, Jesus. Lindsey Wade. Scandal. <laughs> Thank you. That's, he's a bad coach. Um, Avery Johnson. Coach, coach of the Alabama Roll Tide, former coach of... I just saw him uh, beat uh, Duke. No, no. It was Kentucky. I saw him beat Kentucky. Ooh. That was pretty good. I like Avery Johnson. Okay. My final one is Rick Pitino. Jesus Christ. Why are you <laughs> making me pick... I'll, I'll pick... <laughs> Dick pick Rick. <laughs> Not not Richard Patino. Let's let's be very clear. Not Richard. Richard is fine in my book. Rick. Wait. There's only one right choice here, Dylan. Lindsay Whalen. Mm-hmm. All right, and that will do it for 
Lindsay Whalen is better than this coach. Our new segment that we will do every week on the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. <laughs> and now, uh, I guess th- that's uh, no better way than no better time than the present to take this podcast out. Dylan, it's been real. Just let me down easy. That's all um, I gotta say. Yeah. No, nobody hate us. Becky, we're sorry. Cheryl, we're sorry you're number two. Yeah, sorry you're number two. Sorry you're number two. You're a close number two, though. I'll, I'll give you that, Cheryl. You're close. I don't think it's close. I think it needs to be Ryan. You know, I, I don't think the NBA is ready for a female head coach yet, which is too bad. But sometimes you just got to be realistic and understand not everyone is. I want to try to say something poignant right now. Okay. The NFL has been going through a lot of issues with minority head coaches. It's 70% African-American, I believe. Um, and they just fired like four black head coaches or and and right now they have three coaches of color evidently something like that i don't i don't know exactly what's going on but what a lot of mike tomlin no mike tomlin's still a coach good but they fired like marvin lewis Mm. they fired hugh jackson and they fired but like here's the thing that was that they were fired for not doing their job right you know Uh uh-huh and and while it's sad that the NFL only has three head coaches, like, I don't know, who aren't white, Lewis Riddick was up for a uh, front office job, and he said he had no problem with the way that the um, search was conducted or the way that his interview was conducted. He thinks it was fair. And um, what he wants is for there to be a way for um, minority coaches to – be groomed in certain ways like um, getting lower position jobs. Maybe in the NBA we need to – I'm saying this so poorly because this is so t- difficult to talk about, especially from my white dude perspective. But if if we want a really great female head coach or if we want to have, like, head coaches, we need to have, like, 70 Becky Hammonds. Yeah, they like anybody who's going to be a great coach needs experience coaching. And it's a lot easier to get in the door on a lower level than it is to get one of the 30 NBA head coaching jobs. Maybe Ryan Saunders can bring Lindsey Whalen in as an assistant coach. Wouldn't that be amazing? I have to believe that Lindsey Whalen will be a part of the Timberwolves organization at some point. I like If she's not, it's a complete disservice to her. I feel like, I feel like giving Cheryl Reeve that chance to coach the Timberwolves could tarnish her legacy if anything bad happens i get what you're saying i like it's like this like the yes the ideal is that there is a more diverse crop of head coaches of the nba that is the ideal mm-hmm. Un- unfortunately when you look at the nba landscape as a whole there are issues with diversity at every level except on the court basically mm-hmm. and so it is it's uh, it's just a, a fallacy to think that if the if the proportions below the top thirty are off, that we can suddenly just find all these candidates who 
have the resume and and the, the and the prowess. ability to succeed. Yeah, and and the ability to succeed. Yes, when they don't have this, like when there's a smaller group of people with the correct experience to be successful. Because nobody just wakes up one day and are they're able to coach an NBA team perfectly. It takes it's, a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And if it were up to me, Cheryl Reeve could be a great coach, but I would want her to have more NBA experience as an assistant or something. And, like, would she want to take that on? She already has one of the greatest head coaching legacies Mm -hmm. of all time. Mm -hmm. But she would need to learn the guy's game because it's different. It's a very different game. You know, I see what you're saying. It is different because, like, there are so few few EuroLeague coaches that make the transition directly from EuroLeague head coach to NBA head coach. That is, that's a rare transition. Yeah, and that could be some kind of analogy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I think that Ryan Saunders is probably the best candidate if if he can be successful because now he's got his chance. If mm-hmm. if we if we make the playoffs, I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, who our head coach is, and we're not we're not that far out from making the playoffs. We're two games behind the Lakers right now in the A seed. So LeBron's probably not back bad. this weekend. But we're only four games behind the Blazers in the in seventh. So it's true. The problem with the Wolves is that they never streak. It's very two steps forward, one step back. It seems one step forward, two steps back. Like a five game winning streak would be amazing. But they just have so much trouble carrying momentum. But we're on a two game winning streak right now. Let's let's keep it going, baby. Thomas Thibodeau got fired on a two game win streak. That's crazy. I wonder how many coaches in NBA history have been fired after winning two games in a row. I wish we could look that up. That's that's a hard thing to look up. But we'll we'll do a little research for our, for our uh, next pod and see if we can come up with the answer. Anyway, this was a much longer pod than anticipated for our reaction. But we got a lot of feelings about Tom Thibodeau. And clearly, we have a lot of feelings about Lindsey Whalen. So, um, until next time... Uh, Go ahead and check out this week. We've got upcoming the rest of our uh, trades we want to see each team make. Uh, That's a really fun podcast. Check it out. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Coast to Coast NBA Pod and on Twitter at Coast to Coast NBA. Uh, And please download and subscribe. If you're listening to this and you're not subscribed, what are you doing? Dylan, you got anything else? Hashtag Saunders Strong. Hashtag Saunders Strong. I love it. Isn't your dad named Flip? Yeah, his name is Flip. Wow. That got, that's got me flipping giddy. Um, all right, that was bad. Good night.